Maybe, maybe you can send out like a monk from Age of Empires two, and he like waves his staff at the drones. Hello, welcome to episode 14 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I am your host, Ryan. I'm Chris, and I was actually confused what episode we were on. I was waiting in suspense until Ryan said, episode 14, I was like, oh, I thought it was 15. Four. Uno Quattro. Yes. So we're going to talk about Wind Bastion update, which is finally live. Wait, was it live last time? It was live last time. Nope. No? It came on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, okay. So yeah, it's live now. Uh, the TTS Which really we were right by the way that. Remember when we were talking about um, When it released It released on Tuesdays or whatever And we decided at this Yeah it does release on Tuesdays Yeah the TTS though It really confuses Like when did this thing actually come out Because I feel like we've been playing it for weeks And I feel like Well this TTS I think Maybe it didn't last longer But I feel like it lasted longer Maybe there's just more changes Yeah And there was some confusion of like Because the TTS was Like all the changes they make in the TTS Is like will this change going to the actual game? And there's no yes or no. And so everybody was like, well, what changes are actually going to be in so the game? So they actually did announce that, but I'm not sure if they announced it at the same time they announced the patch. But anyway, um, yeah, so we'll talk about some of the patch notes. Uh, there was also a leak of the year four ops, the first ops for year four, probably. Uh, so we'll get into that. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Blitz and Monty and Shields and whether they should be nerfed or buffed or fixed or removed or or what um and then of course the best posts from r slash rainbow six and listener questions from our very own discord if you're not in that discord community yet what are you doing with your life seriously go find the link in the show notes join the discord it's a freaking ton of fun uh you should be there yes okay wind bastion it's a thing it's real it's real. It's there. It's alive. Uh, any general thoughts on it? Um, it's pretty much the same thing as the TTS, but in the real game. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, we've, we've already talked about it quite a bit. Um, so I think this is the first time that I actually have played with Kaid since he got nerfed to two, uh, what are they called? Um, Electroclaws. Things. Yeah, Electroclaws and Nomad since she got her nerf, which her nerf doesn't really affect her that much, but. Yeah, hers um, is good. I like hers. But just playing them some more now, it's like their guns are way too... Or at least Kaid. Kaid's guns are such garbage. Like, I, I had several times where, like, I got the drop on somebody and was just, like, pumping them, and then they, like, turn around and headshot me, and it's like, you shouldn't be able to turn around and line up a headshot while I'm, like, spraying you. Yeah, you his know? his gun's very weak. Yeah, it's really bad. And then the, the shotgun, too, I was, like, really underwhelmed. I, I think I'll use, like, one or two rounds. But like there was one where I, I like saw somebody down a hall and I ACOG'd in on him with that uh, slug shotgun and hit him twice in the chest, and then he just headshot at me. Yeah, and it's like, uh, I should have won that gun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, maybe I'm just bad for not getting headshots, but yeah, I mean that's that's Love definitely true. Other than that, like uh, the two electric claws, I don't think is enough. Like it's kind of cool. Like I found some ways where, like in certain spots where you can electrify like a reinforcement, a shield, and two barbed wires. And, like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I mean, for the most part, you're really only getting two reinforcements out of it if you're using it for that. Right. I really wish they had let him go into the game before they made such a change like that. Yeah, I do too. That was a big change. Yeah. I, I'm but. interested to see what his pick rate and win rate comes out to. I bet you it's going to be pretty low. Yeah. Um, and then Nomad, I mean, she pretty much plays like we expected. Right. She, and I've seen like some pretty funny videos of her and. It's yeah, like, she's a meme maker. Yeah, for sure. And she's funny and she's good. She does her job well. Yeah, I, I need to play her more because I really haven't gotten a chance to get anything off with the air jabs, like anything cool. So I, I just like I have to play her enough to like think about it when it makes sense to put them down mm-hmm. instead of like either not thinking about it at all or like going out of my way to use it when I shouldn't. Yeah, right. So uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it on, on them. Fortress, I think, is... Uh, too big. It's very big, actually. And, a, like, really confusing on the outside. Yeah. I was hoping it would be a lot. I, it really looked like it was smaller in the overview picture that they showed us. But it's not. It's it's pretty large. I'm just not a huge fan of huge maps. Yeah. And then there's that tower that, they can, that the defenders can run out to and not be spotted while they're inside of it, even though they're, like, poking their heads out the top. So I think that's been fixed. Has it been fixed? Because I said it would be, but then people did it to us the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, so Maybe I mean, I, I guess know. I wasn't paying that much attention if they were like sticking their heads out for longer than uh, than two seconds. Well, that whole tower now is supposed to be outside technically. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, because before if they stuck their head out, it would spot them if they went up on the stairs. Oh, well, yeah, they're definitely still going in there and they're not spotted when they're oh, in yeah, the tower. Oh, yeah, that's not right. Um, so there's that. Also, uh, if this episode sounds like really echoey, we're basically recording in like a bare room. So like... <laughs> Sorry, and if that's the case, we'll try to figure out something to fix it for next time. But okay, so the other thing we wanted to say about these patch notes was the update to the shop. So they made some like uh, streamlined updates to make it easier to navigate and stuff. But importantly, they changed the background from the nice, eye friendly, dark gray siege menu backgrounds to this blinding, bright white light. <laughs> right. <laughs> right into your eyes. Exactly. Did I, did I mention? So I think we talked about this a little bit last time. But did I mention the talk, the chat that I had with somebody or the discussion that I had with someone on the TTS subreddit about this? Uh, I don't believe so. So someone mentioned this on the TTS subreddit and it got like a, a, like four or five upvotes. But other than that, it wasn't like upvoted. Um, and someone was like, someone said something like you're sitting too close to your screen or something like that. And I was like, I sit a normal distance away from my screen, oh, but it's very this. blinding, like in the middle of the night. It's like, well, maybe you should have your lights on. And I was like, what? Like. That's not a normal thing. It's like, oh, I purposefully have a light above my monitor just for this purpose. I was like, well, whatever. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. We should not have, tell everybody, oh, well, sit far away from your screen, then put a light over your monitor because the game's going to have a blinding screen. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, um, that's dumb. Cat uh, with the D on the Rainbow Six subreddit made a post called, Dear Ubisoft, please fire anyone that came up with the blinding background <laughs> and bring back the eye-friendly dark theme. You're very sincere. Yeah, I don't know about firing anybody, but oh, no. yes, this is very annoying. Um, also, even worse, I think, is uh, when maps load and Blitz blinds you every single time <laughs> in the map loading screen, it does like that bright white flash. It's like, right. why are you doing that to my eyes? Yeah, every single time it I does that. I have photosensitive eyes. It's very annoying. I actually don't, now that I think about it, I don't actually play with my lights off very often. 
I don't. I place my lights on. But like when it's a, but it still hurts. Yeah, when like especially when it's like a night map, so it's like a darker screen, and then right. it's just and like it flashes this flash. bright white light. Like that hurts my eyes. Like literally every time. Yeah, it's very annoying. Um. So yeah, Ubisoft. If anybody's listening to this, please, please do something about that. Okay. So let's. Are we done with this patch notes? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really in the patch notes that. It's like it's kind of sad when with the TTS because it really just like takes all the fire out of a new season yeah there's you no know what's funny is there's a lot of people that i think that aren't really in tune with what's going on, on the technical test server uh-huh because there's stuff that's like appearing on the rainbow six like the um official subreddit that's like yeah like we knew about this forever ago we're like yeah that meme was posted like a few weeks ago like it's just funny that people are like just figuring some stuff out and it's like yeah we yeah. do that a long well, time think, ago. You got to think like all the console players probably. Yeah, that's true. They never play the TTS. Yeah. Um, still, it's just like, it surprises me how out of the loop some of the people are. Yeah. But like, honestly, like it's, it's really, it kind of deflates the new season with like, I've played this season already for like two or three weeks. Yeah. And, and like, I, I don't want to forego it because then I feel like I'm behind when everybody else gets it. You right. know? Like, I don't know. I kind of wish it was more like a select few group of people would play it or something just so it was like, just to maintain some, uh, some fire for the season itself. Yeah. The thing I love about the TTS and this is going back to a whole casual should be like ranked thing is just the fact that I can play ranked without having to worry about my rank at all. And like, just be able to play alone in ranked and just have a fun way to play siege and not have to worry too much about like, or not have to stress too much, you know? Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for Win Bastion. Let's move into the year four leak, as long as we're talking about deflating upcoming stuff. <laughs> um so I mean it's not much of a leak, but so basically this guy he discovered this uh last season um that on their website Ubisoft uses a JSON file uh to like specify the names of all the uh, basically all the words on their website for easy translation. And so um, last season he discovered the names air jab and uh, I guess Rotilla or something. Uh-huh. It must've been on there. And so he's now found two new ones that are on the page. And so one of them is number of drones hacked. And the other one is number of tracks T R A X deployed. Yeah. So I think he found like the operator like yeah, lines. So, uh no, so the yeah, so these are like the operator stats. So like when you look at Thatcher it says like gadgets oh. destroyed with EMP. So this is the stat that it's tracking for that operator. Interesting. Yeah. So it's tracking the number of drones hacked for I would guess a defender. Yeah, I'm trying to think like I feel like that's not that good. Well, yeah, like, unless mean, you can control it. Like, what if you could control it? Like, that's right. a huge we don't, thing. We don't know how it works. Right. Um, like, I mean, there's the possibility that it's like Dokabi where, like, you pick up a phone and then you hack the drones and then you can see all the drone cameras. That almost seems, like, too similar to Dokabi where people wouldn't be excited about it. And so I don't think Ubisoft would be excited about it. Yeah, I don't even think it would even be that good, honestly, because, like, half the time the drones just, like, are just facing dead. a wall yeah. or they're dead. Yeah, but if you could actually, like, literally hack a drone and make it your own right that would be something else that would be pretty cool that'd be dang cool 
I, w- I would actually guess that's what it is. I, be- I bet you have I to walk up to a drone playing that operator. and like do something on it, hack it, yeah. or or maybe it's like maybe it's like a, a mute jammer that you put down. Oh my gosh. And then when the drone gets into its thing, like depending you take on what over. this guy's name is, it would be like if his name was Hacker or something, it'd be mm, a cute hack, cute hack, cute. You were going Macker. for a joke, but it is not <laughs> landing. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you can send out like a monk from Age of Empires 2 and he like waves his staff at the drones. <laughs> <Whoa, lo, lo. laughs> oh my gosh. That would just heal them. No, it would hack them if they were. Oh, yeah, the right. Yes. Team. Yeah, sorry. Make them play for the other team. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it converts. Um that's what I hope it is. I hope that you like you actually can hack individual drones. That'd be fun. I bet you wouldn't be able to hack more than one or two, probably. But, yeah, I mean, I, that'd be, that'd so be totally cool. fine. But that'd be so fun. I would love playing that operator. I really would. Yeah, that'd be great. And him and mute together would be a really good combination. It would make mute oh, so yeah. much. Yeah, the mute fuses more. it, or freezes the drone, and then. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay, give me give me a name guess for somebody who hacks drones. I got nothing. I suck at this. Uh, I'm not good at this. Uh, something like traitor, like uh. Oh, okay, okay. Like making him play for the team, like um, um. Okay, who, who double does that? cross or who, who switched teams? Oh, Benedict uh, Arnold, Richard Sherman, <laughs> Richard Sherman, Tom the Shermer. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. Anything else on drones hacked? No, but I I hope that's it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, so the other guy is tracks deployed, and we're assuming this is the attacker because drones hacked sounds like a defender. Yep. Um. So tracks deployed. T R A X. So it's it sounds like it's the name of the gadget. Uh huh. <clears throat> oh, hold on, we're we're going about this all wrong. We need to go back. What were the operator ideas we had already talked? Because okay, so we we know from evidence of in the past. That things we talk about ends up being in the game. That's true. And so we need to go back and decide what ideas we've talked about in the podcast, and that's what these are going to be. So who's we didn't talk about any of the hacks drones. So I don't know whether that might be from something else. We talked about Tracks an attacker deployed. who can scan uh, defender gadgets and uh, plant a drone as a decoy. Okay, so maybe that's gadget. where they're getting that from. Yeah, that's, that's probably where they're getting that from. Okay. I think I think Trax is probably a special kind of drone. Well, then why would it count how many you deployed? I feel like it's something more like, um, I mean, they've done before where they release two defenders, right? Yeah, they have. And so, I mean, I could easily see a Trax deployed being a defender thing. Like, I don't know what it would be. Some yeah, sort like, of... It sounds like some sort of like little robot, like a... You know, like like a bomb diffuser robot or something like that. I almost you know? feel like it sounds like some mounted, not mounted weapon, but like some mounted like gadget or something. Yeah, tracks. Like I, I would think it's like a special drone, like a like a Twitch type of thing, where his gadget is like a specialized drone. But like, why would it be counting how many you deployed? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Tracks. Was some sort of tracking thing where it's like, oh, maybe it's like the like the uh like a motion sensing dart. Oh. Oh. I hope it's not though, just in the way that like we already have so many people doing tracking stuff. Yeah. I'm like, please stop. Yeah. Anyway, well what are your what's your guys' guesses? The it's so your prompts are drones hacked and tracks deployed. Send in your guesses and we'll read them next week. 
Maybe it's going to be like railroad tracks. Oh, what if you build model trains? You just ride around on them, around the map. Yeah. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> That's very stupid. Tracks deployed. Choo-choo. All aboard. Let's go. Thank you. That's actually pretty good. Didn't uh, that sound pretty good? What is that supposed to be? Casey That's, Jr.? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about shields. So Macy J tweeted out uh, this week that basically he thinks shields need a huge nerf. Yeah, read read that little boy's tweet. So he treat. said, "Listen, I'm all for shields and siege, but they definitely need some work. Removing leaning altogether would be huge." Slow down aiming down sights and remove their laser sights. Blitz and Monty need to be pure support ops like Clash, but they're just too good in 1v1s right now. And then follow-up tweet, he said, also melee should down, not insta-kill. That way shields that are outnumbered are less likely to come out with a kill. So. I'm, I'm like, it's funny because when I read what he said, um, I thought he was going somewhere else with it, and then it totally turned on me i was like wait that is not what i thought you were gonna say um and i agree and disagree with some things yeah i'm i'm mixed too so i think the first thing to point out is that shields are broken from the shield wielders perspective where you're getting shot through your shield frequently right that's that's what i thought he was gonna say that's the first thing that needs to be fixed like yes because i so okay so part of my other argument here is that like if you're the guy playing against the shields, then they do often feel overpowered. Uh-huh. But if you're the guy actually playing the shield, you do not feel overpowered. Not at all. You know, and like you really have to invest a lot of time in a Blitz or a Monty to like be effective, especially in a one versus one. Right. Or, or one versus two or three, you know, which he's talking For about. For sure. And it's like, like it, it feels like it's OP when you're on the other side of it, but it, like it, it's just really not. I don't right. think. Um, also, we've talked about before from a long time ago that if you're if there's a shield coming towards you and you're trying to do one-on-one to a shield you're you're already screwing yourself up right that, like that's you don't not, try to take blitz one-on-one right you shouldn't be doing that and if there's a montane there's probably somebody next to him so you also shouldn't try to take him one-on-one right like there's a reason why shields are shields you just you don't do that yeah um i feel like the balance since the change where they can block nitro damage Mm-hmm. like it does feel like the balance has been a little off where like it, that, I think that was a great change for shields because they were so useless. Right. Cause you could just easily kill them with nitros and stuff. But now it's like, okay, well how do I kill a, kill a shield? You know? Cause like, it's so rare to actually get a nitro behind them where they can't just turn around and, and block it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like, so there's things that he says that I, that I like, um, I, I'm fine with like the slowing the aiming down the sides and I'm fine with like uh-huh. the taking out the leaning. Like that's fine yeah. by me. The leaning should go, I think because the way people like are doing that lean back and forth thing yeah, and stuff. And like, honestly they should do something to fix that altogether with everybody. You shouldn't be able to like dodge bullets by leaning back and yeah. forth. It's like, it's really stupid and it looks very stupid on screen. Like it really ruins the aesthetic of the game. Yeah. Well, I think really what was ruining the aesthetic of the game was when they decided to take the skulls out of the maps. It completely changed <laughs> oh, how no, I felt stop, about Rainbow Six Siege. Stop, stop, stop. Um, I also like the fact that maybe they should down and not insta-kill. I think that's I think, also interesting. I think that's a good solu- uh, uh, suggestion, even for like everybody else. Yeah, just having maybe just down in general. Yeah. 
Um, because like it wouldn't make that much of a difference in most cases. Uh, I don't know, like maybe not, but yeah, like, I I don't like the idea of Blitz just being able to run up to you, blind you, melee you, and then just keep going like a train. Yeah, right. I I like so I like his points that he makes. I just disagree with his premise that shields are too good or that they're OP. Because I don't feel like they are OP. I haven't since like my first couple weeks playing Rainbow Six Siege in the beta. I haven't felt like they're OP. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I think there's like he what he's talking about like there are a few things here that are sort of broken about shield, like the leaning and like maybe like the melee. Like Blitz can just get a little bit too crazy with the melee and the sprinting and the flashing and stuff. Right. Um, so like, yeah, I agree there, but like, okay. Removing laser sights. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like, have you ever played a shield without laser sights? Yeah. It sucks. It's garbage. And like, even with the laser sights, the hip fire is just so unpredictable. Hip fire and siege is awful. Like Like, it is not good. You will rarely get anything effective out of hip firing a shield. You're out of hip firing in general. Yeah. And, and I don't really agree that they should be pure support ops like clashes. Because I think Clash like fits a different niche. Right. She's she's a time waster. Right. And on for defense. one thing, she's a defender. Like defenders don't have to push into anywhere. Right. Right. Attackers have to like be aggressive. They have to be the ones to push in through like doorways that have bullets trained or like, guns trained on them, right? Exactly. So it's like that's why you have a Montina Blitz that can absorb those bullets and that are are able to put out a little bit of damage. So you can't just ignore the shield. Um, you know, because because he's not a threat right um so i i think it's i think it's valid that they are a little bit more um aggressive i guess or like more capable than clash is by herself and also clash has the ability to do damage with her shield up you know yeah and her shield blocks her whole body all the time Mm -hmm. um and she can switch to a real gun yeah like relatively right but like a gun that is scary right so, like, I think, like, I don't think that's a fair, like, measurement stick for attacker shields. No. I mean, the big, yeah, that's the biggest thing is that they're, she's a defender and, like, she has just a whole different role than uh, Montaigne and a Blitz do. Like, it's just different. Right. So, yeah, I, I totally disagree with that point, especially, like, Monty. Like, Monty is not too strong as, as, like, a, as, like, a fragger. No. Like Blitz, I can see because like he is a little crazy with the sprinting and the flashing. But like, I mean, Monty's great if you have a really good player who plays him defensively and like carefully and puts himself in good situations. Um, you know, once you get the the diffuser planted with the Monty, like that's fantastic and that's very difficult yeah. to beat. But that's your own fault if you let the Monty come in and get the thing planted. You know, it's very obvious when like Montaigne like. It- they're smoking on a bomb and Montaigne standing there like, you know exactly what's going on. Right. And like, that's when you need to run outside and do something about it. Right. You know, like, like if, if I think Monty deserves that win, if it's a one V one and the kits planted. Yeah. And, and Monty's still alive. He deserves that. Yeah. Win. Like he should, he should have the upper hand at that point. It should be an 80, mm-hmm. 20. Yep. Uh, you know, that like, that's the whole thing about planting the diffuser is it flips the game on its head where all of a sudden time is against you as a defender and like the attackers are generally set up pretty well to defend it if they've planned ahead. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I totally disagree with that. Um, but yeah, like I, I think like slower aiming down sights, I could go for that and take mm-hmm. out leaning, um, and the melee thing. I think that'd be a, an interesting thing to at least try. Yeah. I'd be totally down with like some of the changes to shields. As long as they first fix the fact they can sh- get shot through the shield. Yep. So if they make these changes first, shields are just going to feel like 
poo poo. Oh yeah, like, like I mean, because it already kind of sucks to play shield. Yeah, every single time, like I, I'll play Blitz probably like maybe once every three matches. I'll play him for a round just for like just to mix things up a little bit. And mm-hmm. like even with just that amount, like I feel like it happens way too much where I just get shot right through my shield, and it's like okay, like it's it's just it takes all the fun out of the game when you die in a way like that. Yeah, you know. It's it's like it's the same as when somebody's like glitching into like clipping through geometry and like glitching into a staircase or something where it just totally sucks all the fun out of it. Like that's how it feels. Right. It it just sucks that you can It's like um Halo when they made the new like they remastered Halo 1. You would change the graphics to the new graphics and uh-huh. you get shot through stuff because the art's different. Yes. Okay. It feels like that. It's like my art is in front of me. Yeah. Why doesn't this have any geometry to it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have to talk about this because it drives me nuts. So I've mentioned before, Halo 1 is like one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did the Halo 1 anniversary, which was a pretty good remaster, pretty good game. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is what they did which was actually really cool was what they did was they took the actual game and just overlaid a new graphics engine on top of it. So like, it, like the game feels exactly the same because there was not like a rework or a remaster, like, mm-hmm. or like a remake or anything like that. They literally just like applied a new coat of paint on top of it. Mm-hmm. But the problem was that they used these like pre-existing assets from reach and like, uh, I think they modified them slightly, but like you can tell, like when you look at some of the rock shapes and stuff, like oh yeah, yeah I've seen that exact rock in Reach, yeah, like in Reach Forge, like I've, I've mm-hmm. messed with that rock, um, <clears throat> and so they took those exact objects and just sort of like overlaid them on top. So like in a lot of spots, there's like rocks where the geometry doesn't exactly line up, like you're saying, where like you go to like snipe an elite or something, and you've got the perfect headshot lined up and or, or whatever. And you take the shot and like, it just doesn't do anything. It just like, you just see a spark in front of you. Yeah. And you're like, what the freak? And then you switch back to the old graphics. Cause it's, it's really cool. They give you this ability to flip back and forth between the old and new graphics. And then like you flip back to the old graphics and it's because your reticle is actually pointed directly at the top of a rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, that's dumb. Yeah. Or like you're hiding behind like, and sometimes it's like really big. Or like you're, you're, yeah, you're hiding behind like a pillar or something, and yeah, you're getting you shot like you're through cover. it. Like, what the freak? Yeah, and then you, and just you change get it. And you're like, oh, well, I'm standing in the open. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's it's like it's a, it's kind of a minor annoyance, but that's like, what it, that's what it reminds me of in Siege yeah. when I get shot. Well, yeah, get I get shield. it. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, that's our thoughts. Uh, Macy J is smart. He plays a lot more Siege than we are, so we're probably wrong, but. <laughs> That's what we think. <laughs> um, shall we move on to Reddit posts? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. So I have a Reddit post. This is one that's nicely about how the game is kicking people and banning people for silliness. Um, so this guy, someone asked him if he had a Viadu. And the guy asked, what's a Viadu? And somehow the first person that typed it had, like, changed his keyboard language or something. So it wouldn't have, like, um, banned him from the game. So you can do that. You can change your keyboard language so that, like, an I for you is technically another character. But it looks the same in the game. But it doesn't catch it because your keyboard language is different. Okay. It's weird. Anyway, so this guy typed back asking, what's a Viadu? Apparently, it's a word that's offensive to a homosexual Brazilian person. In Brazilian Portuguese. Okay. And he gets banned for saying this word. 
That's ridiculous. Like, right afterwards. And he's like, how, like, and this is just that whole point. Like, how are you, there's some words, like, how the heck were you supposed to know that that was a bannable offense? Right. Like, at all. Like, how, how did you know? Anyway, so, basically, his whole thing is just allow us to say whatever the heck we want and get that thing out of here because it's bad. Yeah, like, uh, it's, they're few and far between, I think, these, like, instances of people getting banned unfairly, but... Yeah, I mean, you should err on the side of caution for that. You shouldn't be banning good players for any reason ever. Right, because the people that want to type bad words are just going to do it anyway. They're just going to type different symbols. Yeah. Like, there's always ways to get around it. And when you figure out the way to get around it, then you do it all the time. Yep. So you already know it doesn't work. So yeah, that's, so that's a bummer. It's just annoying. Yeah, like, at this point, it's just like, okay, it would be this, like, this thing just has too much negativity around it. Let's just, just get rid of it. And this is one of the things that they actually talked about. They agreed with like a while ago they said we changes are coming to how the toxic chat is dealt with yeah and what we haven't seen them. we'll see yeah we'll see when it happens that's what I, it's just like going back to operation wind bastion i was just expecting so much more out of this patch more than just like a new map and new operators because mm-hmm. that's basically all it was i mean there were some changes right. but it's basically just new map new operators yep it's kind of sad. It, it, um, yeah, honestly, it was a fairly boring patch of, apart from the new stuff. You're right. So, which which is really sad because a lot of like almost every single time, I can remember like a patch would come out and like we would go look at the patch notes and then like in our Discord channel we'd be like, <gasps> or we'd be like all caps. Oh my gosh, did you guys see this? You can move drones up and down now and spectate and like we'd like freak out or like <gasps> they're buffing blitz. You can sprint and flash. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we would just like I forgot the last thing was that I saw and I was like oh my gosh like I was so excited and I was reading the patch notes I was like yes 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 yeah like almost every so time we, we see something it's like we've been waiting for this forever <laughs> we're like so excited we're like posting our discord and but like nothing like that this time like not even close yeah nothing at all the, um, the, the most notable thing was that Legion got a minor nerf because the, our friend Taylor's been talking about how he's OP for so long and he finally got nerfed so yeah that post, by the way, it was titled, so I just got banned. It was by Kolko Wojo. Okay. Kolko Wojo. <laughs> I just never said his name. I felt bad. Give him credit. Yeah, no? yeah I got to give him a little shout out. Okay, so uh-huh. I have a Reddit post. This was actually recommended to us by Tybop from the, our, our Discord. Yeah, thanks, Tybop. Join the unrenowned Discord. And so this post is by Career Mode Merchant, and he says, I want a game mode that is just complete chaos. So basically what he's saying is he wants a game mode where balance goes out the window um, and he said it could permanent or like an event, whatever. Um, but just like reintroduce every operator at their most OP. So like give bandit smoke and Jaeger back their ACOGs, uh, make lion exactly how he was when he came out, give Blackbeard his super invincible, crazy shield and just like make everybody as OP as they could be. Um, let people pick whatever operators they want on offense or defense just make it complete chaos. Like, so everybody goes in with the understanding that like, this is this, not siege. Yeah. This is rocket league. Uh, what's that game mode called? Oh, the power um, ups and stuff. Freak. Um, Oh, I completely forgot. But yeah. So like rocket league has this, this mode where like there's power ups and everything. And it's just, it's so like stupid OP and unbalanced. that it's just like silly and nobody's Rumble. taking it seriously. Rumble. Um, and so, like, that's basically what he's saying. And then somebody else said, like, hey, what if we, like, doubled everybody's stuff? So you get four thermite charges, four reinforcements, four frags, two nitros, 
10 captain traps, 16 legion mines. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like, imagine how crazy that would get. Like, I, don't, I, I do not think the game could handle some of that stuff. No. <clears throat> you know, like, I don't think the engine can really handle all that, but, but it's a cool idea. Um, Just craziness. That'd like, be kind of fun. It'd be kind of fun. Like, uh, Ella with no recoil and 51 bullets. Like, <laughs> it'd be cool. Um, I, I think, like, if they did, like, first of all, it's never going to happen because, like, it would be way too much to, like, have two versions of the operators, I think. Just based on, right. I don't know. I don't know what it's based on. Just like, that's my feeling is that like sort of having two versions of the operators. In yeah, the game it's not happening for sure. Would not work. Um, but if they did, I think they would need to go through like some of the other ops like IQ. Like they would need to find a way to make her more viable in this game mode. Yeah. Like I would I would definitely say like give her frags also, you know, six frags, six frags, but like, like do something to her gadget just to like, just make it like way out of the park, like silly OP. She gets to shoot through walls when she has her gadget open. Like she can shoot the gadgets through the walls. Yeah, something like that. Like yeah, like give a, yeah, like uh, people like Capital like do something to, uh, just you know make make those people more more fun to play in this like crazy mode. Um, somebody else commented. Uh, Defoxes zero zero says I would like a mode where the map doesn't reset every round, and ops can't be used by either side if they die in the round. So he's saying like oh, if you yeah. if this you destroy map, about. yeah he's saying if you like if you make destruction throughout the map or whatever then on the next round it doesn't reload yeah I don't actually like that idea how do you I, feel about that it'd just be interesting it'd just be a different game mode but it would be different um like if you were to do that I think you'd have to do it more where it's like okay one team attacks three rounds in a row or something yeah okay there you go and then like so they can sort of like, but you still get to reinforce like holes and stuff that or maybe yeah. you can reinforce that hole yeah now. yeah so like I mean I don't, I don't think that's actually as interesting as this other thing of like permadeath where once an operator dies, they can't be chosen for the rest of that match. Yeah. Um, so this is actually something that Taylor came up with uh, a long time ago. Taylor again is one of our squad mates. Um, and so, yeah, like he's been like fighting for this, like privately amongst us, but, <laughs> but like he's been saying this should be a game mode for a long time where it's like, and it's like super interesting. Like you, you every, every operator has one life. Right. And right? so your strategy could be like, well, let's start off with like Tachanka and some crappy operators. So if they die, like it's not a big deal because our last couple of rounds we're gonna have like the really good like Jaeger. We'll have Pulse. We'll have Lo. We'll have Legion. Right. Yeah. Because like yeah, once your Thermite dies, your Thermite's gone and you can't hard breach anymore, right? Or you end your Habana, obviously. But like, that sounds like it would be super interesting. And then yeah, like there'd be this strategy of okay, when are they gonna pick their best stops? Mm-hmm. And like that's when we'll pick like recruits or something like you can pick recruiters as many times as you want. Yeah. Um, and then we'll like, just try to pick off all their good ops or whatever. And then Oh, we got thermite. Thermite's dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'd be amazing. And then there'd be like, okay, well every round, like our fraggers are just going to pick recruit to like, try to go see if they can just get something like for cheap. Right. Get something dead. Yeah. Um, so like, that'd be super interesting. And then I think it'd be cool too, if there was like, maybe like, maybe you had like two like bonus lives or extra lives where you could like choose somebody like revive them once. Yeah. So you could choose where to spend those. Okay. Yeah. You have two total revives. Yeah. Like that'd be cool. And then it would just come down to like, okay, now like savings actually a thing. Right. You know, it's like, well, instead of trying to win this one before, let's just keep them right alive. Yeah. Let's yeah. And then, and then it becomes like, okay, now the other team, is it worth it to them just to win the round or is it more worth it to them to like send some of their guys out and try to get that thermite? 
but then maybe your thermite's going to take out your Ella, you know, like right. it would just like, it'd be a whole new level. Oh, strategy. It'd be, it'd be, be so, so cool. It'd be fun. I think that'd be really, really cool. It'd be cool if like, I mean, custom games again, they can just give you more options in custom games. Yeah, and please. Can make custom that ourselves. Games. Give us like, let us do some halo stuff where we can just make up games. Yeah, and we can go crazy. You can change speed. You can change jump. Oh, I guess there's no jumping, but anyway, like with halo, you can go nuts with, the custom games it's ridiculous yeah for real so yeah i mean that's actually a really fun idea i think okay that's it for reddit posts uh let's move on to listener questions listener uh, questions so we got a couple on twitter and then we'll go into the discord uh so at jd41700 says do you guys think it would be a cool idea to let all operators be able to revive themselves if they're downed kind of like Sophia with the same animation and amount of time to get up as well as 5 hp uh, no, I think mostly when operators are down, they should just be down in general. I agree. Um, also, I feel like Zofia's never happens. Like, I never. I, I think, I don't know, I don't even know if I've ever seen it happen. Or um, she actually revives herself. Yeah, I don't. I think half the time people just forget that they're playing Zofia and they can't revive themselves. Yeah, I don't know how many Zofia mains there are out there. Uh, But yeah, I don't think I've ever actually seen it in game. Like, I've certainly seen some videos of it, but... I don't know if I've ever actually seen it happen again. The thing is, like, it takes a long time for her to get up. And then since it's just 5 HP, it's like it makes more sense to let somebody revive you if you're in a revivable position. And, like, mm-hmm. because it takes so long, it's short enough or it's it's long enough that the defenders are going to get there to kill you um, if you're not in a spot that somebody else will be able to revive you. So, right. Um. So no, I I don't think I don't think we should do that. I think it's cooler as a unique ability and like it would just be really annoying to have people getting up all the time uh when you should have killed them. Um at James X Austin says, any news on the ACOG issue on Russian ops? Huge glare that makes it impossible to see if you're using an ACOG. I haven't seen anything in Passionless lately about it or would be soft to address it. Did you even know about this? Yeah, it's been posted about a couple of times. Yeah, I saw that too. I thought I saw like uh, somebody, one of the Ubi guys, post that it was fixed. I have not. I have not seen that. Okay, sorry. I didn't like actually go look it up and like find the source, but I'm pretty sure I saw them say it was fixed. I don't know if it was in like patch notes or like an upcoming thing or something, but I think that they're well aware of it. And it should be fixed pretty soon here. So that's that. Uh, let's move on to our Discord channel. So if you're not in the Discord yet, you should join. It's fun. Uh, and you can ask questions and get responses. So we have some uh, operator spotlights or spotlight requests for next time. Uh, Hibana, Legion, and Valkyrie. We will put those on the short list. Yeah, I'm down to do Valkyrie. I love Valkyrie. Yeah, I'll do Hibana too. I need to play her a little, probably a little bit more to have like really developed thoughts on her, but I've played a good amount of Hibana. Uh, okay, so Juckus asks, do you guys think Miro would be too strong with an ACOG? Besides Tachanka and Clash, for obvious reasons, she's the only three armor on D with no ACOG. Similarly, should Tachanka get an ACOG? <laughs> um, I don't I don't think Tachanka would not be bad with an ACOG. I think it would be good to have Tachanka with an ACOG. I think that'd be totally fine, especially because his gadget's not super good, so it'd be fine for him to have good guns. His gun's good, though, but with an ACOG, it would make him better, but that would also give Capcan an ACOG as a problem. Right. Uh, yeah, since Capcan has the same... Is there anybody that has the same gun that has different attachments? 
not that I know of. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, well, like because so, so Steel Switch responded that, uh, well, that would be a problem for Tachanka yeah, because then Capcom would get an ACOG. And when I first saw that, I was like, wait, I swear there's other people that do have separate gadgets, but I guess not. I guess just separate weapons in the same CTU, but. Yeah, I think everybody with the weapon has the same gadgets for that weapon. Okay. Uh, or same attachments, rather. Right. Um, I think Mira would be too strong with an ACOG because yes. of the whole peeking the window thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, peeking. I mean, y- you can have anybody peeking a mirror window, right? So you could True. technically yeah. deal with anybody, but Mira's gun is really good as it is. And right. well, they had they nerfed it since she came out, and I don't, and then they buffed it, so I don't know if I really know exactly how it is like at this moment. From what I've played it, after it's been nerfed, it's been great still. Yeah, so yeah, her, the her vector, gun's right? really good. Yeah. Here's the vector. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's still good. Yeah, it's really good. Um. So yeah, I think she'd be too strong, and and that's a good point. Like she usually is the one peeking in the mirror windows, and so that would be pretty strong for her to have an ACOG behind those. Yeah, for sure. Really, like we should do that more with like Rook or Docs peeking those windows. Yeah, we should. That makes a lot of sense, actually. It's just like everybody likes to use their own gadget, right? Like yeah, Valkyrie all the time. She throws her cameras. She just stays on her cameras half the time. Yeah, and it's like, like uh, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, Valkyrie's actually a pretty good roamer. Next question is by Steel Switch. He says, does Kaid need his third claw back? My answer is yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit already, but um yeah, like I just don't think that he has enough utility as it is. I think he'll be he'll be picked a lot, at least for the next couple of weeks, just because people want to play the new operator. Mm-hmm. But in the end, Bander Mute makes more sense, I think. Yep. He had so he had utility over Bandit, and Bandit had guns over him and three speed. Now he doesn't have utility. Right. Except for the hatches. The hatches are still a thing. He still has the, hatches. On the objectives where that matters. And he still has like he can get reinforcements and stuff, but like And and he does like like electrified barbed wire is actually a thing with him, whereas with bandit yeah. it's like totally useless. But at the same time, the electrified barbed wire doesn't do any damage. So it's not it's right. you know, it doesn't make a difference. Right. Um so yeah, he does need it back. Uh I think he'll he'll be a factor on the ones with with um meaningful hatches. But outside of that, I don't think Kaid will be picked at all. Yeah. Do you remember when Bandit used to have three barbed wire? Yes. That was great. That was amazing. I don't know why they took that away from him. Uh, because barbed wire ended up thing. being like really strong just on its own. Yeah, just as far so. as a slowing tactic. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Wild Thane asks, best operators for new players as they learn the game. I got my girlfriend into Siege and on first impression, she really likes it. Wow. Good job. Yeah, he quotes her, very, very challenging, but I look forward to figuring it out, was her opinion after the first few matches. Uh, she likes the look and concept of Twitch, but he's trying to find the best way to make the game a little easier for her to learn. Um, so my like go-to for like new operators, for, or operators for new players is Rook, usually. Did you read the next sentence? <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he said besides Rook, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah because she doesn't really like turtling but rook is, rook is my go-to like he's he's a great operator for new players um besides that on defense i think anybody who can like who has like a place it and forget type of gadget is really you do good capkin capkin's great yeah because he's uh who he will help you sort of learn where to where like hot spots are going to be uh-huh um you can move you still move around with capkin he's not like he's not at one speed anymore right you can move around with him. You just put his traps down. Then you don't have to worry about the gadget anymore. You don't have to really know a whole bunch about the map. You just put it around the objective. Yep. 
Um, Jaeger's pretty good. Frost is pretty good. Um, like I wouldn't choose anybody with like more advanced stuff, like a Legion or like a Maestro or anybody like that. Like it just seems like like anything where you're having to manage your gadget through the round or like mm-hmm. having to like have really good placement with it. Yeah. Like it just, that's Valkyrie is no good. I think that was just too much for a new player to think Echo, about. No. Yeah. Definitely not Valkyrie. Yeah. Look out for anybody who like is critical, um, for the team's success, like an echo or like, a you know, Valkyrie is another great example. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing those as a new player. Mute's a good one. Mute's really good for new players. Yep. I was just thinking that you put the jammers, to stop the drones and then... Yep, and he has a nitro, right? Yeah. Still the nitro? Still have a nitro. I believe it does. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, so that's good. Attackers, um, I think Ash is, Ash is usually my go-to. Yeah, Ash is a really good one for new players. She's very easy to understand. Yeah. Um, Twitch isn't bad either. It's not that hard to play Twitch. No, Twitch is pretty good. Um, and that'll teach you to look out for gadgets and things like that. Uh, Zofia is another good one. Who else? I definitely wouldn't do like Thermite... Or Thatcher, or not Thatcher, uh, Thermite or Hibana. Thatcher's a pretty good one. You just have to be careful, of, like, to not waste your utility. Yeah. No one to use it at the right time. Yeah. Uh, Glass is one I would definitely not recommend for new players. Glass has a thing where he gives you a false sense of um, security. Not security, Safety. but like, he makes you feel like you're contributing more than you are. Okay. And or like and and like you you like new players will get more kills with him because of the highlighting, you know, because of mm-hmm. the scope, the thermal scope that highlights people. So they'll get kills that they otherwise wouldn't have gotten because they don't normally know where to look for people. Right. And so it's it's sort of like a crutch, right? Like Glass is a crutch for new players, but in the end it's not good because they don't understand how to manage the time correctly and they don't know like what are the angles that the glass should be watching, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've seen a lot of new players like try to play glass because it's a crutch and because it makes them feel like they're doing better. Maybe they even do, maybe they get more kills that way, but actually they're hurting the team because they'll spend too much time waiting outside. The whole team dies. They don't know when they need to push up and offer like more direct support to the team. Right. And then the next thing you know, there's 30 seconds left and he's still standing on a tower outside the map with four guys left inside. Yeah. And he's the last guy alive. And it's like, you're not helping. Nope. You know, like you would be more helpful running in and dying as an Ash and like doing some damage and getting us some intel than you are standing out there on the tower. Waiting for someone to walk by a window. Right. Especially if the bomb doesn't get to go down. Like if the bomb goes down, then Glass can stay out there as long as he wants because he can yeah. defend it from way out in the middle of Assuming nowhere. Assuming he's in the right spot, right? Assuming right. he's working with his team well enough. And the other thing too is that uh, new players won't be able to make callouts with Glass because they don't know what they're looking at. Exactly. They don't and know how also, to they're not getting into the map enough. Yeah. You know, like being outside the map is not going to help you learn the map. Like, not at all. No, it's just not good. And then also what all new players do is Glass is they, they come in and they feel like they have to put away their sniper rifle because they can't hit people with it inside in the close quarters. Yeah. So they take out their pistol. And it's like, this is not... No. Well, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> So that glass, absolutely not. Like save glass for when you understand the game a little better. Um, are there any others that you would say like definitely do not play? Thermite's my biggest one. Thermite's a big one. Having thermite have a player that knows where to put the thermite charge is really helpful. Pulse uh, is another one where it's like he pulse to be successful with pulse. It's it's a little bit too the same thing where it's like a crutch because to be successful with pulse really you need a lot of map knowledge 
Um, but like you can feel like you're being more successful with them because you see people through walls and you like, you know, you feel like you have more understanding of where they are and what they're doing. Right. But I just remember like when the game first came out and I played pulse a few times and I was like, I really don't think pulse is that good. And then like a long, long time later, I played him like shortly after yacht had come out and like, I knew how the spawns worked on yacht and everything. And so like, I set up this thing where there's like that one room at like the edge of the boiler room that like has the softball they can breach from the outside and they come into that sort of one like box room and then push uh-huh. into that little door. Um, and so like there's the hatch in that room. So I broke the hatch and I knew that if they spawned on that corner, they would be coming up because we, I think we were the floor above. So I knew they'd be coming up and they'd be right above me on that deck. And so I just like, I got on my thing and I saw them coming. And so I tossed my nitro out there and got like a 3K like with one nitro, nice. like a blind nitro. And it's like, yeah, that wouldn't have happened if I didn't understand this map and how it works, you know? Yeah. And, and like all of a sudden I was like, oh, I get why Pulse is good now, you know, because I know like once you know where to be looking, then suddenly he's useful. Right. Um, another one that I would not play as a new player is Jackal. You can get way too distracted by the footprints. Agreed. And you, you just don't know what to do, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's easy, it seems easy. Like, you just scan the footprints, and then that's intel for the whole team. But, yeah, like, you yeah. can't get yourself killed either. Yeah. So it's just, like, I think I think player. Blitz is actually a really good operator for new players. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I mean, he's different than other operators, so you won't get, like, sort of, like, crossover skills by playing Blitz. But he, he offers you just a little bit more safety, um, you know, and... Providing you get, don't get shot through your shield. Right. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think he's good. So, yeah, hopefully that helps out. That is it for listener questions. Okay, so this is a shorter episode. It's It was weird. I actually tweeted this out today. Like, it's weird that the week after a new patch comes out is one of the weeks where it's the hardest to find anything to talk about because everything has already been said about the patch because of the TTS. Yeah. So right. it's like... Like I almost wish that the TTS didn't exist so we could have more time like speculating about the new patch. And then when the patch comes out, there's actually like something to talk about. Yeah. Whereas we're sitting here we're like, well, this thing just came out, but we've already came been talking out, about it. For weeks. About the same. <laughs> yeah. Same as it was when I played it last time. Yeah. So anyway. I will say I've, so I, I recently moved into a different apartment and the internet, well, the internet's good. My problem is I'm connected by Wi-Fi. Yeah. And it is not fun playing on Wi-Fi when you don't have a really good router. No. Yeah. You sent me a clip of just like this awful, like putting a whole clip into a dude and nothing happening. Yeah. And then like, uh, and then getting killed. Yeah. You can, you can hear Ryan being like, yeah, Chris, they're right up there. And I'm like, I'm already up there shooting at her, but Ryan doesn't see that. Cause that's not what's actually happening in the game. According to the server. And then I like, I pull out my deagle and put a couple shots into her. And like, I drop back down and Ryan's like, yeah, you're going to get killed. And then I die. He's like, yep. And I'm just like, yeah, I know. I, I, <laughs> I actually killed them both. Yeah. <laughs> On my screen. I wrecked them. Yeah. It, it reminded me of all these videos we see posted up of like, Oh my gosh, the hit reg in this game. And it just makes me wonder like, wait, is hit reg actually a problem or do people just have better and blame it on the game? Yeah, I didn't actually think about that because that's actually, I haven't had problems like that until just now when I moved and I know it's internet. I know 100% it's internet. Right, because you were playing here and it was fine. Yeah, and the, my Discord also was disconnecting. Like, Yeah, so it's like 100%. Like you see these videos and it's like, and, and I don't think it showed you any of the like network error messages, did it? Like the mm-hmm. icons? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think it does in that video. So it's like you won't always see those icons, but it's just like people have bad internet, so you can't necessarily trust these videos that people put up. It's like, I right. like, 
I don't experience these hit reg issues that everybody else is talking about. And I know that I have good internet. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like an Ubisoft can't be held responsible for everybody's poor internet connections. Right. Anyway, that was random. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we need more stuff to talk about. So give us some more questions on the next episode. Um, doesn't have to be siege related Wait, actually. Like, did you miss, you missed Taylor's question? No, I skipped it cause it was dumb. No, that's a good one. Uh, Taylor's question was boxers or briefs. I am saying it doesn't have to be siege related. So whatever. That's answer that one. That's one of my favorite questions. Actually. Boxers. Okay. Now why? Because they're more comfortable. Yeah. So there's two things you can get boxers because you've got more room, right? Like more comfortable, a little more arid briefs though. On the other hand, don't write up on you. So boxers will write up like you put on jeans. Your boxers are like giving you a wedgie already briefs. They stick in the right spot. Like they don't move. That's true. So it's tight around the leg, which is kind of nice. Um, but I think, yeah, overall boxers wins the fight. Yeah. It was a close one. <laughs> this is a dumb question, but no, yeah, it was a good question. Uh, Thank send you, us some more questions. So we have more to talk about next week. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be siege related. Siege related is great, but it could be your other video games or just random questions. If it's dumb, we won't answer it. <laughs> so no promises. I, Hey, I will make an effort to answer every single question that is put on the discount. La la la. On the internet and discord. And then I will edit it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Oh, uh, yeah. I always forget we have to end with telling you stuff. You, if you like the podcast, um, you can follow us on Twitter at r 6 noun. You can also follow us on YouTube and Twitch. I am VG Fiasco, and Chris is just hello with three O's. Oh, oh, oh. And then, of course, don't forget to join the Discord. This is like the fourth or fifth time I've said that this episode. Probably. See, here's the thing, guys. I know that hundreds and hundreds of you guys are listening to this podcast every week. We only have like 50 people in the Discord. So where Correct, are you We have guys? 60. 60. We have 60 people. In the, it's still growing. People are joining every day. But why are you not there? That's what I'm asking. Why are you not there? Like if there's an actual good reason why you're not there, it better be... Then come in the Discord and tell us about it. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Now there you go. See, Ryan's full no, of these good ideas. There's ideas. There's ideas. Actually, uh, we had a great idea for um, some some like content we could do to sort of promote the podcast a little bit more and we like we may end up needing some people to help us like record some footage for it and stuff so like if you're in the discord those are things that we could do like you could join us to record some footage and maybe we'll play some custom games or we'll just like go into rank together or whatever um yeah we love playing with our our listeners it's a ton of fun so join that dang discord find the, the link in our twitter and on the show notes all right guys thanks for listening catch you later just goodbye